I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. I hope you had a good week. It's been an eventful few weeks, right? With the pullout in Afghanistan, the six-week abortion ban in Texas, and now the mandated vaccine speech Biden gave the other day. Uh, If you're hiding under a rock, which I wouldn't blame you, Biden said that OSHA, which is an agency of the United States Department of Labor, that stands for the Occupational Safety and Health Administration for my foreign country listeners, uh, they'll be enforcing private companies with 100 employees or more to require the employees to get the vaccination or have a weekly negative COVID test. Never mind that it makes no sense to not require a weekly negative COVID test from the vaccinated as well, as if the vaccinated could not get COVID if we were going that route. Never mind that it seems since people have been receiving that vaccination, the numbers of the, those infected with COVID have gone way up. Never mind that there hasn't been adequate trials and testing of this vaccine or anyone batting an eye at the whole scandal with Fauci in the Wuhan lab. Never mind that this wouldn't be the only vaccine shot these employees would have to get, but booster after booster after booster for how long? What about vaccine injury? If the government is requiring companies to make their employees get the vaccine or a weekly negative COVID test, who will be responsible? Is the loophole of responsibility that they gave the option of the weekly negative COVID test? Why companies with 100 employees and not ones with 99? Why are members of Congress and their staff exempt from Biden's vaccine mandate? I have a lot of my own questions and concerns. I believe in the science of vaccines, but also believe firmly against accepting anything that was tested and aborted fetal cells or contain them, or that uses another species' DNA. What is the medical consequence of injecting another species' DNA into you? Also, the track record of people in power doing shady things over the course of the years is more than alarming. Am I going to live paranoid? No. Do I sound paranoid to you? Probably. My personal wisdom is not in favor of anyone injecting anything into my body. I will have to assess the risk. Is this like the Black Plague? Are the percentage of people dying from this greater than the recovery rate? Would it be worth the risk of trusting known corrupt Fauci and the gang to inject myself with a tonic they are putting out? My answer for now is no. It's okay. Your answer can be different. I have lots of friends that have gotten the vaccination and feel strongly about their stance as well as the other side. I respect that. I don't love how people treat others that don't believe the same way, especially when this is not a spiritual issue. Some people are personally triggered because they had someone close die from it, and I can understand that emotional cloudiness on the subject, but to be so angry at everyone else who believes different isn't helpful, nor does it mean you're right. I'm not saying I'm right either. Why am I talking about all of this? I usually do not speak about these type of issues because I don't want to isolate people from hearing the gospel. But I'm talking about it today because I saw an advertisement of a skull with a crown and a sword. And it said, Obey God, not tyrants. And it quoted Acts 5.29. If you don't know what that says, let me read it to you. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. That's beautiful. Doesn't that seem to empower you to run full force against tyrannical government yelling, give me freedom or give me death? Just one thing. That verse is missing context. Let's back up to verse 25 and go through verse 33. 
Then came one and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then went the captain with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should have been stoned. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things, and so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. When they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them. The context is that the apostles were teaching about Jesus and the gospel, and the leaders were like, uh, no, we told you not to. And then that's when the apostles said, we ought to obey God rather than man. In that context, they are only going against the government because the government was banning them from spreading the gospel. They were putting God and his glory first. Believe me, if I was not a Christ follower, I'd be a me follower only. I would rise against anything I thought was infringing on my rights or others. Take a look at Australia and the other countries and we can see their government overreach. I do not want us to become a socialist or communist country. But what do we do with these verses? Romans 13, 1-7 Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God, the powers that... Be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to ex execute wrath upon them that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs uh, be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For this cause pay ye tribute, tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their duties, tribute to whom tribu tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Oh my gosh, that was really long. Um, so basically, if they're not doing what they need to be doing uh, as far as being right in the eyes of the Lord, uh, they're going to be accountable for that. But we are accountable for uh, paying tribute and fear and honor and, you know, submission to the government uh, in power because that's who God put into place and God knows what he's doing so Titus 3 1 put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers to obey magistrates to be ready to every good work Luke 20 22 through 25 is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or no but he, Jesus, perceived their craftiness and said unto them, Why tempt ye me? Show me a penny. Whose image and subscription hath it? They answered and said, Caesar's. And he said unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which be Caesar's, and unto God the things which be God's. I know that technically we can back up and say that all of this is against our constitution and they are the ones that are un unconstitutional and so we should be able to say that we aren't breaking the law of the land. Technically they are. However, let's take a look at these verses. 1 Peter 2, 13 through 17. 
submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be the king as supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Peter's referencing the Roman Empire as we know were very cruel, and we see how they executed Christians, but it was for their beliefs and obedience to God, not for them leading an uprising for social and government issues and policies. Fleshly, I'm all about some civil disobedience, but spiritually, I have to ask myself, does that glorify the Lord or the earthly kingdom in which we are not supposed to be living for? Colossians 3.2, set your affection on things above, not in the things in the earth. Ephesians 6.11 through 12 put in the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness wickedness in high places we have to stop fighting with each other with things that have nothing to do with god and his glory we need to submit to the authority that god has put in our lives unless it goes against the bible and that's pretty much where i stand in all of these kind of issues i have personal feelings about them i don't usually talk about it unless someone asks me directly and even so i want to make sure it doesn't become a source of contention to where now they would not be open to receive the gospel because now we are fighting about earthly stuff that has nothing to do with their soul and what jesus did for them I know that we can go a hundred different directions on both sides with all the types of issues, the but what ifs, or when this happens, that just paves the way with the persecution of the church. I do believe God is all-knowing, and if he says something specific in how we are to act in the Bible, I think we should do it. We can think in terms of worldly wisdom and want to apply it, but is that God's wisdom and his will? Do we trust that he knows best? Feel free to let me know your thoughts. I think this is something definitely worth discussing. I hope you don't peg me a certain way because of my personal view on this vaccination. I could be completely wrong, but I do hope we can all see what the Bible has to say uh, and how we are to conduct ourselves towards each other and in this short time we have on earth. And we should ask ourselves as far as speaking to the lost, what am I going to spend my time convincing you of? God's goodness or these mortal issues that fade away and don't matter when you die? And as always, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.